What's up, everybody? Welcome to Improv is Dead. As always, I'm Dan White here with my best buddy. What's up, Tim? Hey, Dan. How are you? Good to good to hear you. Good to see you. Good and, to hear uh, you. Good to see ha- you, happy, man. Happy to, be, happy to be back for another week of Improv is Dead. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's been a uh, an eventful week. But before we get mm-hmm. into it, we wanted to go quick hello to our European listeners. Correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got we're uh, we signed up for this uh, website, and uh, this is by no means a, a sponsorship, but I think we just uh, like the site. It's called Pod Status. Uh, I think it's run by one guy, and uh, <laughs> it just kind of gives you all your reviews in one place and your daily ranks because we were interested. We were like, I guess I wonder where we're ranking. And overseas, I mean, we hit the charts in New Zealand, Sweden, Australia. Uh, we're over in, uh, we're over in Portugal, uh, number six in improv in Portugal, What's or at least up, we were Portugal? at the top. Norway. I mean, Denmark. I mean, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, I, I, I disclosure, we have no idea what those numbers mean, but no it means idea. that there's at least one person in those countries yes. listening. So even if it is just one person, it's almost mm-hmm. better. Hello to yeah. that one person. Thank you for listening. I'm sure we it's need more to than find one, out. But... Yeah. We need to find out how many improv podcasts there are uh, I mean, in those areas. Regardless, it's cool for this reason i was thinking about this i was like you know we did a lot of improv in chicago and we would do Mm -hmm. fudge every tuesday night and it was so fun but you do it and it's just that night and it's just those people and to do it and have people listening and hopefully chuckling a little bit on the other side of the world that's pretty cool that's like i think that's awesome technology like technology is pretty darn cool it's very cool. Something, I mean, honestly, we probably should have started a long time ago. Yeah. We should also apologize to our European uh, listeners because if we if we ever have to do any sort of accent or European affectation, I'm sure we're both terrible at it. So I won't pre- do it. We pretty I much simply just have, uh, we pretty, well, as two white guys, one of the only affectations we really can take on in good conscience is like yes. Western European. So for sure. Uh, I will just say I apologize if we ever uh, butcher that for you all. Yeah. We're two Midwestern corn fed. I mean, and we'll just keep practicing boys. and getting better at it. Yeah. Let, yeah. Uh, you know, leave it. Leave us uh, <laughs> talk about it. If you review the show, let us know how bad our accents are. Throw that into the review section. Yes. Well, Dan, something interesting happened to you this week, right? Uh, you know, I did. I, I had a, uh, I was the target of some, some Twitter bullying. <laughs> some a, cyber bullying. Some cyber bullying. I had a lot of uh, weirdos coming out of the woodwork. Well, yeah, if I can set you up, Dan. Dan uh, is prolific on Twitter, at Dan White. Uh, oh, phenomenal, hilarious Twitter account. Comes up with a lot of very specific, he's got a voice. If on Twitter, you Thanks, gotta have buddy. a voice. Dan has a voice. Uh, I've been privileged to be in some of uh, his tweets, and they're very funny. They're very fun and funny to do. But uh, sometimes Dan's uh, tweets will get stolen by other accounts, and then Dan, I'll let you take. The it internet is a ruthless place. A lot of thievery. A lot on those meme accounts. If you follow mm-hmm. any meme account, I would recommend you unfollow them because, in general, they tend to be content thieves. Uh, but I yeah. had uh, a place. Uh, steal my tweet and I popped off as I usually do because it's kind of the only way to uh, get any sort of attention. Otherwise, they just take your content and then like bury you. So you kind of have to like mm-hmm. push back a little bit. And yeah, the one constant is if you ever go after those meme accounts, you're you're always like one of the golden rules of Twitter is you're going to get a lot of weirdos with like five to like 30 followers. Uh, yeah 
comment like with a cartoon avatar just start bullying you and showing up in your dms and telling you you're a bitch and you're not funny and i wonder if they all work for that one account or if it's all like the same person or if they i wondered there was too many this time for it to be burners because i have thought in the past that burner accounts like i thought with barstool that barstool utilized burner accounts for sure Mm. um because when i kind of went called them out i got a lot of burner accounts that were like accounts made in the last month and a half with like 10 followers who were like making fun yeah you know it's weird it's a weird culture if i think some of them are i think like gamer culture like a lot of absolutely you know trolling is big in in the gaming in the gaming world yeah so what was, what was bizarre to me in a lot of them is that they one they were defending the struggle memes account or struggle tweets whatever it's called yeah and two they were saying that they were reposting it making fun of you like struggle tweets was posting it to make fun of you because it was a because you were like a sad guy yeah. it was like a sad guy tweet it didn't they like didn't get the joke that they were trying to defend you know i think yeah, I mean, people always want to defend things that they passively enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. they don't want to put any thought into why they're enjoying this thing or where the things they're enjoying are coming from. And I got some of, like, what people were saying. They were like, they they protect names or whatever to... Or they, or they blur out names to protect people so that they don't get bullied. And I was like, okay, like, I kind of get that. But also, like, in their bio it says we know when it's satire and mine was clearly satire because of yeah. joke account and i also told them to take it down and they wouldn't and so it's like all these things where i was like clearly this is being run by an asshole and like mm-hmm. at the end of the day if you have followers on twitter you have power so it's like i i was yeah. pretty helpless to go against an eight hundred thousand follower account um but you know uh my comedian friends came through big i was just like hey these people stole my tweet fuck them and they showed up hard for me so that was well, cool yeah, i like when creatives show up creatives show up and they're doing their thing and they understand that it's bullshit and that there's all these accounts on there who are just content aggregates and uh they just steal other people's stuff and it's yeah. shitty and it happens all the time and then the worst part is when they get advertising dollars off of it yeah so you yeah i mean yeah. that's and I, and I don't know if that account does uh, anytime they post something and then know. underneath like there's seven replies there's like check out this star yeah. lamp that makes your your ceiling look like stars i have no clue um, but i don't know uh, how yeah. i just don't i think i you know i i said i told luke, my buddy luke this i was like dude it's just it's the like it's the rules of the game like it's the cost mm-hmm. of playing the game like if you're on twitter you're gonna you're gonna get fucking bullied if you try to make jokes because people have a lot of anger inside of them. So you kind of just gotta be yeah. like, all right, get it out. Mm, you're getting it. you're getting pretty close to saying it is what it is, Dan, and I don't like that. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I don't like that. I'll I don't keep, like that attitude. You know, I yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't believe seeing the way some of these people think and speak. I don't have too much confidence that you're gonna change their mind about for sure creative IP. But well, I'm sorry that happened to you this week, Dan. I know that's a headache. But hey, if you want to support a couple of real yeah. creators like myself and Dan, you could join our Patreon. Join uh, the Patreon. Yeah. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash improv is dead. Tell them what they get, Dan. Yeah, every week you get a bonus episode of the show. The bonus episodes are 20 to 30 minutes long. Uh, you get extended episodes, which are usually an additional 5 to 10 or sometimes more. Um, epi- uh, this week, actually, we have a great uh, extended episode because there's a scene or a string of scenes that I really loved that I just had to cut out completely for time. But um, 
a voiceover scene, which I always love voiceover scenes uh, mm-hmm. with Meredith and Brian that um, sometimes it, honestly, I'm like, this might be the funniest thing in the show and I have to cut <laughs> it out only because like contextually it doesn't fit. So yeah. um, this week's extended episode is really funny. So if you are a Patreon member listening to this, I would recommend checking out the uh, the Patreon feed for this week. Yeah. Uh, and then you also get access to our Discord. Our Discord is really fun. Tim and I are in there uh, chatting, a lot of fun. Uh, doing bits chatting about folks. games, doing pet. You can post pictures of your pets. Usually the first thing somebody does is they see the pet pics, they go to pet pics, they're like, here's my pet. And that's what we uh, want. And, every, and everybody goes gaga for those pets. And then yeah. you can talk about uh, whatever else you like. Episode yeah. chatter, scene requests. You can do scene requests and we'll do them on the bonus episodes. Uh, and we're just, we're trying to build our bonus episode repertoire with new ideas. So we're trying all kinds of new yeah. things. And we had a great Patreon. bonus episode last week with Lindsay Smith. It was a, one of my, yes. it was a very fun kind of mono scene that we did. It uh, was a mono scene. Yeah. yeah and then we, so check that out. Check out the Lindsay Smith episode last week. If you're new to the Patreon, that's a great one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So give it, a, give it a look. Become an improv pervert. Five bucks. Oh yeah. Become a pirate pervert. Five dollars. This week on the pod though, we have Meredith Stepien and Brian Holden, uh, two people that we love. We've known for a long time, mm-hmm. went to their wedding. Um, two of the nicest people you will ever meet, even though they're Michigan grads and I'm an Ohio state grad. And we had fun. They're in Northern Michigan right now. They recorded this from Northern Michigan. Uh, mm-hmm. and this is week two of our February is for lovers series yeah. for Valentine's Day. I feel like they're just like a super positive power couple. Yeah, they really are. Um, and we had a lot of fun on this episode. So um, I don't know, Tim, is there anything else I'm forgetting here? Uh, I don't think so. We plug all their stuff at the end so we can think we could just get into the episode. Yeah, just a reminder, if you don't want to listen to us gab, uh, I do have the timestamp for when the improv starts, so you can check that out in the show notes. But check I would it. recommend the conversation because nice, nice Michigan conversation. You can't it's a great, it. It's a great combo. Uh, this is Improv is Dead with Meredith Stebbing and Brian Holden. Thanks for listening. Good. Yeah, we are we're up in northern Michigan. We've we've been uh we've been on this little like sort of journey away from Chicago. It's we're nearing the end of 2 months out of Chicago. What? Oh wow. Yeah. So we we went to Meredith's family's place uh for the holidays. Meredith grew up in Pinckney, Michigan, which is a little outside of Ann Arbor or Brighton, Michigan. And then um for the past, for all of January, we've been up in Charlevoix. Yeah, so it's it's close to the upper part of the lower peninsula of Michigan, mm. which in my experience, people call northern Michigan. Yes. And then when you get to the upper peninsula, that's the UP. Yes. All right? Yes. So, okay. Dude, the people in the about... UP, they don't get defensive about uh, uh, people calling northern Michigan northern Michigan, do they? They just, no, they feel forgotten. Yeah, no one's ever really? actually seen anyone from the UP. They, uh, <laughs> Have you guys made it uh, up to the UP at all since you've been up there? No. When we first got here, I was thinking it might be fun. It's like it's like a two-hour drive or so to the Mackinac Bridge. Mm. Um, so it's kind of far. But where we're staying in Charlevoix... First of all, nobody's here right now because it's winter time. But also, they have something called a hippie siren <laughs> every oh, yeah. night. And if we do go till nine thirty tonight, 
our time, uh-huh. you'll maybe hear it because it's super loud and it's and it's a siren that goes off every night at nine thirty. Why did yeah, I do that? What is it? Yeah, this it's, is a good story. It's left over from like hippie times. What is that? Sixties or seventies? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 70s, yeah. They thought that it's very conservative up here, and they thought that there was a problem with too many hippies in their town, so they put in a. Uh, uh, a curfew for young kids that have to be home by 9.30. They didn't want the kids to hang around the hippies. So this loud siren goes off. And, uh, and it, to that, this day it goes off. Every day? Yeah, because now people, it's so annoying, but now people are like, well, it's part of the town history. We hated the hippies and we uh, made the siren. And, uh, <laughs> I don't and like, like that. I was, remember, <laughs> do you guys remember how I had begged for you to change the time because I'm I keep falling asleep at nine yeah. here every night. Yeah. It wakes me up at nine thirty on the sofa and is it's really that scary. Loud. Oh, oh it's yeah. so loud. It's like That's two so... blocks away. It's like an it's like an air raid siren. Yeah. What I that it makes me angry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That people this, like that it's that it still exists and that it bothers people to this day, but it, it serves no purpose. It's like just yeah. put it just like it just, just reminds people once. that it's nine thirty. Yeah, just, just just put it put it like make it part of a parade once a year or something yeah. like that. Uh, I, it doesn't well, need to be an every night thing. It's every but single night. It's not even just every single night. It also goes off at noon. Yeah. For but, and I don't know, like, do they have a noon curfew for the kids? Apparently, as well? noon sirens are kind of common what (laughs) there's places with noon sirens so they're like we'll do it at noon too so people know it's the noon makes sense to me having a noon siren yeah yeah. it's like halfway through the day i get that but honestly (laughs) towns like that are usually where like vampires end up going to like kill everybody there so it's probably good that there's a siren there because it'll come in handy like later on yeah exactly when the vampires eventually come i just recently watched 30 days of night i think is that uh, one and it's about a town in Alaska where uh, everybody goes home except for like, you know, 90 people and vampires come and kill everybody. Oh. Oh, my God. One of yeah. the things that drew us to northern Michigan is that Meredith has been getting really interested in uh, in towns that are close to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I've been interested in it. I've just been watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, you know, like, but towns like that, like you described, Tim, because in that movie, the premise is that like. It's one of those, it's close enough to the North Pole that they have like 30 days of night or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, Li- yeah, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that was so, so stupid. Just so but... tracking. <laughs> yeah, so wait a minute. 30 days of night? <laughs> <laughs> wait, you guys, it's so empty here. Yesterday I was by myself going for a little walkie and, on the beach and I slipped and fell and I was fine. I got up right away, but... But then I was really embarrassed. But I looked ahead of me, and for a straight mile, there's nobody. And then I turned around, and for a straight mile the other direction, there was nobody. Ooh. And then I got scared because I was like, "What if I bopped my head?" I was just gonna yeah. say that yeah. you would be a dr- you would be adrift on the beach, no one to yeah. find you. That oh man, what? I, there's nobody. Did you guys have you seen have you seen the Northern Lights up there yet? Have they made an appearance? No, are you are you able to or no? It's been very cloudy. There there have been a couple nights where we've seen stars and stuff like that, and that was nice. And we were hoping to see stuff like that. But, yeah, it's just been uh, it's been super cloudy. 
I'm dying to see them. And you know, in these YouTube videos that sometimes I watch about people in our like in some the places, there's some place, yeah, there are places that have night for like 28, 29 days, sometimes 30 days. Uh-huh. These are the places that <laughs> is like looking up on YouTube. Yeah. Look, yeah. Well, don't I'm, look up 30 days a night because it's scary. It's not going to be like the videos that you're watching. We watched Fortitude. Have you seen that? No. Oh, scary? it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like too much. It's bullshit. Don't watch. What's but it they about? hook you. You think at first that it's going to be a fun murder mystery uh, with Stanley Tucci as the the detective up in, like, the most northernmost place, which is Fallbar. This place has, like, 33 <laughs> days of night straight. <laughs> no, 33 days? Uh. Yeah, that's how, that's how far north. But it's the yeah, furthest yeah. north place, Svalbard, which I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we thought it was going to be cool detective story but then it turned out to just be so messed up like everything scary you can think of they threw into that show starting like episode seven. Oh, it's a show like yeah it's what? a it's an amazon series Ooh. uh okay yeah so it's on amazon okay. i need a new show maybe i'll watch this show <gasps> really scary it's pretty okay. scary what are, challenge accepted what are the locals <laughs> uh like there here in charlevoix yeah um we don't see we don't them. Really, I, we're not kidding when we like walk around and there's almost no one around. Like we've gone, we've like gotten takeout from some places and we'll mm-hmm. see people if we go to the grocery store. But I mean, we've seen Barely. less than 50 people the entire month that we've been here. Um, For sure. And there's like, it's it's totally one of those summer towns that we were talking about where it's, there's just like many, many empty houses and they're like, like their mm-hmm. porches are wrapped up so the snow like won't get on their porch and oh. know, like warp the wood on their it's it's they're like they're almost like sure. boarded up for the winter mm. um yeah it's it's super empty in fact the house that we're staying in uh every so like on the street the two houses next to us and the three houses across the street are all empty no one is staying in mm. them yeah. so it's just like super quiet and isolated which is nice yeah, yeah. Do you miss it's this? nice after living in it. I don't know about y'all, but we're like loud and silly and like to do big characters and stuff. And <laughs> you know, are you guys like that? Are you guys like that? Well, that so the Dan and I recorded those videos for Twitter where oh, I'm his God, dad yeah. and uh, I scream at him and I swear <laughs> like nonstop. And I, I'm just saying the worst things. And my landlord, who lives right below us, he's very nice, like uh, like 75, 80 year old man. Uh, texted me and he was like, "Hey, uh, is everything okay? I just um, I, I heard somebody shouting and I just want to make sure everything's okay." And then he called me and he's like, "He's like, oh, I'm I'm just I, I just need to check in again and make sure everything's okay." It was very good. The acting was very good. I just want I just want to make sure everything's okay. lines that I had you say over and over. I mean, I I just remember dropping the f bomb like a hundred times. It, it was probably something about like a like a cinnamon uh, your asshole looking like a cinnamon roll or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah oh Just my god yeah uh on the topic of video stuff you y'all put together uh like a virtual star kid show right yeah i know i know yeah. i saw like tons of editing coming out of uh uh or extent of uh pictures and whatnot coming out of meredith's account and a lot of them were behind the scenes of brian uh putting together an entire virtual show so how did how did that whole thing <laughs> you know it it's uh we had a few really hairy days of making it 
we had this ambition to do it to do it kind of like broadcast like a a live slash pre-taped first of all the the project is called a vhs christmas carol and it is our friend clark wrote this mm. amazing music that kind of has 80 vibes to it 80s vibes to it and uh it tells the story of the christmas carol um it's it's really he put together an awesome show but we had these ambitions to do it like live and uh pre-taped mm-hmm. and so that like you know basically pre-tape a virtual background for someone to perform uh against but like kind of duetting with the pre-taped people and a lot of that just didn't really work out so in the last like two days we had to make it we had to just like make it a video that we were going to broadcast everybody mm. so that's kind of like what the what the final few days were like it was just like like editing all this stuff nonstop. everything that was going to be live had to be pre-recorded then edited and put mm-hmm. in and everything so i could um, be wrong but i feel like you're the general fan the median star kid fan is probably very supportive and understanding and just excited <laughs> about being there and i can't imagine you're getting too many people in the chat being like wtf tech issues yeah. fucking lag <laughs> no it it, just it, it absolutely the hell out of you. yeah <laughs> star kid fans are are renowned for being yeah. super hey, way nicer i think you're to frozen but it sounds great <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly uh for a second i thought you were just telling us that we oh, were yeah, we have that. <laughs> yeah. i did see i did see meredith kind of like lean towards the jump towards the computer <laughs> to make sure <laughs> i don't even know what the impulse would be there that you would I don't know. <laughs> meredith, meredith is shaking the computer wake up you bastard <laughs> Uh, I only personally got to see one. I don't. Was Firebringer a Star Kid production? Yeah, I know you yeah. wrote it, Meredith, and uh, whatnot. Uh, and it was. Uh, I didn't know what to expect, but I wanted to go, and it was like one of the most fun times I've ever had at a show ever. I wow. remember I went, you. I remember you coming, and you like didn't tell me you were coming, so it was a fun surprise. It was like I had a blast. I was like. I was just blown. The production value. I don't know what I expected because I guess I had never seen any Star Kid stuff. Uh, so I guess I expected like Chicago improv style, like somebody trying to put a show together. Uh, and you know, it's just a normal show you might see at IO. And that it, the production value was that of like, you know, a Broadway show. And I was like, I was so blown away and the music was awesome and it was funny. And Where'd you do the yeah, show was, at? Was Where was great. the theater? Stage, was it 773? Or no? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, a stage, oh, yeah, beautiful theater, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it was, uh, it was phenomenal. Well done. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've told you this a million times, but I, I wanted to say it publicly so no one could ever say I never said it. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That was nice of you to come. I feel like our Star Kid world is so separate from our improv world, even though we have like mm. some friends that are friends with y'all. But it still feels like a comp- – well, it is. It's a completely different uh, art form and mm. group of people. So, but um, what, Didn't a song from that went like super viral, right? The – work today i don't want to go to work today like it blew up huge yeah yeah and it's made like it makes like little resurgences every once in a while and right now it's big on tiktok with middle schoolers really i didn't know that dude tiktok is the 
like the only way for musicians to break in. I feel like any anymore. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to see. And I, I'm, I'm, this happened before for in other reasons. I think usually like a song would be on a television show or something like that. But it's cool to see uh, younger generations finding you know music that we've loved our entire lives via TikTok and it becoming a thing. Like the I feel like the um, Fleetwood Mac thing was a big mm-hmm. one. Where like people's a younger generation was reintroduced to Fleetwood Mac, and then rumors became like the number one listened to album again, and it's just like, and that's like one of the best albums. Uh, yeah, but I'm time, actually so. gonna kind of call this out, Tim, because that seems as though that Fleetwood Mac is our generation, where we were at one point a generation discovering. No, rumors. yeah, sorry, you, you were yeah, like, we were. I like we that were. TikTok I'm, can I'm discover saying... our music, and then you're like, <laughs> like how they found Fleetwood but, Mac. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm just saying it, it just keeps it keeps it I cyclical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. And I'm not Wait, how 70 old are you years then? old. No, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm 22. Now that I think uh, about it, Tim's been saying that for years. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all, me and Dan and Meredith all wrote a song together uh, for our second city show. And it was called, it was called, That's Just the Isis on the Cake. Okay, that was and a fantastic song. Jesus. And it never, got, it never got used because, and this is a true story, and we can cut this out if we don't want to do it. But it, the song was called That's Just the Isis on the Cake, and we couldn't do it because there was literally, the day we did it, there was an Isis attack. Okay. Uh, and then yes. the director, and the director of the show and the director of the show said, I mean, I like it, but we probably shouldn't. Um, okay, so can I <laughs> quickly go on? That's the only time Second yes. City has ever used good discretion. <laughs> yeah. Let me pitch this, because I, th- I stand by the fact that this song was ahead of its time. Because the point so of too. the song was that Isis, it was called Isis on the... Well, the point was that we were supposed to do show tunes and I don't write show tunes and I was like, I'm gonna challenge myself to write a show tune. But the show tune I came up with was the idea that the, what is going on domestically is far scarier than internationally. So like we had, and this was during the Obama era, people. Like this was prior, this is pre-Trump, all right? This is when every, thank you, Ellis clapping in the corner. This is fucking, when everybody was in love with Obama, I was like, okay, but we also have like fucking wiretapping, you know? We, um, we have uh, drone strikes over, like all this stuff that we were, nobody was talking about at the time. And I was like, well, ISIS is like the thing everyone's afraid of, but... The point was they were just the ISIS on the cake. That was the gist. And also, everybody was going to perform as ISIS <laughs> with, like, sequins show gloves on and canes. So we were going to do, like, a real um, almost, like, vaudevillian kind of, like, song and dance mm-hmm. to the show tune, with ISIS on the yeah, cake. It was going to be then, huge. It would have been brilliant. It and then uh, everybody was like, we can't do this. And it was like, I just remember when you, I remember when you but, pitched the yeah, song, I was like. It was good. I remember when you pitched a song, I was like, wow, Dan is like smart and I should look up some of these events that he's talking about because I don't know. <laughs> I'm not smart. I'm sure that I looked up the events on Google the night before when I was like, bad things happening domestic or something. <laughs> I, I just remember what sitting ISIS in do? Meredith's apartment trying to pick, <laughs> pack every single thing that Dan had written into like a very fast like piano thing. But you were you amazing. Yeah, Meredith, you were amazing at that. Yeah, I basically just gave you a fucking manifesto. And you turned it into a show. <laughs> Do you guys remember? I think it was you, Dan. We, me and Tim plotted and tricked you into thinking that I didn't have a bathroom and that you had to use like a <laughs> like a public bathroom. Do you I remember that? that? I don't remember because, that. What is it? What was it? Because I lived. I lived in a studio apartment and it had like a wall, like a mirror closet. You know where oh, like you yeah, close it. And I it's do a big remember mirror. that. 
and through that mirror closet was my bathroom. But Tim was like, let's let's prank Dan and tell him that you don't have a bathroom here that he has to. It's one of my classic pranks. <laughs> and Dan, you were so nice about it. You were like, oh, that's that's so cool and interesting. All right, cool. It's like, yeah, yeah, I shower with with everybody. We all shower together. Well, like, your general disposition is so cheerful and kind of go with the flow that I could see you being like, you know, I do. The drawback is I have to shower with a bunch of strangers, but like I love this view of Southport. And- <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, I think this is a good uh, place to jump into it. Tim, you feel good? Yeah, I feel I feel great. It's. uh, I guess we just need a a suggestion from Meredith and Brian here. uh, Something that sums up our entire uh, twenty-five thirty-minute conversation that we just had. Hmm. Hmm. A word. A word. A phrase. What say you, Meredith? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Okay. How about um, hippie siren? Hippie siren. Hippie Love siren. Hippie. I like that. You have to try the pie here. It's really good. Oh, I never would have thought of that. I forget yeah. about pie. Yeah, they have a they have a great apple pie and they have an orange pie and a peach like, cobbler. So never heard of one, an orange pie. It's just um, just like an apple pie, but with orange peel. It's actually not. It's their worst pie. Oh. Um, but sometimes it's all they have left. So. Hey y'all! Can I top it? you off? Can I give you a little top off here? Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Keep you nice and warm. Thanks. Um, what pies do you? Uh, this is her first time here. Um, what's the pie? This is your first time here. Oh, it's darling. my first time, yeah. Oh, you are in for a treat. I just learned about your pies. Um, the orange pie sounds interesting. We do have an orange pie. We have themed pies. So uh, today we have um, Super Bowl pie, which, you know, because we're around the Super Bowl. So that's like a little bit of a nacho mm. dip sort of thing. Uh, we have... Mm. Uh, Larry King pie for the late uh, Larry King who just passed um, that's just oh an God. apple pie with a microphone in it um, <laughs> so yeah like a, a microphone that's edible or it's just an actual no, it's microphone just, no you get a XLR uh, microphone <laughs> with it Whoa. yeah so you get like a $400 microphone with it um, yeah so it's Audioteca is the brand that you get in it uh, and so yeah it's a topical pie uh, and Jerry let's order that pie how much is it uh, that that pie is four hundred and twenty-seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be as cheap. I, I, it seems like he's just trying well, to yeah, sell the, the microphone. The microphone pie, the microphone cost is built into the pie. Okay. And Audio Techno, it's not a four hundred dollar mic, so it's there. It's, I'm like sorry. Do you fucking work here? No, I just know. I've I've looked it up. I've looked up microphones before, and I just think that's a little overpriced for the mm. microphone brand that you're selling on top of a pie. Okay. Well, you get the uh, you get the mixer with it as well, so. Oh, well, that's actually. <sighs> Anyways, cool. I don't mean to keep y'all. I'm sorry. You need anything? I- I'm around. My name is Dolores. You just give me a holler, all right? Okay. I- Thanks. I'm also sorry for yelling at you just now. <laughs> but, that's okay. I, I, I feel like there's more going on here. You know, like he was saying, maybe you are just trying to sell this microphone. Like, how many of these pies do you have in the back, Dolores? We have one Larry King pie in the back. <laughs> 
Okay, we have. A, I mean, how many of the microphone pies? Yeah, that that's just that's the that's the microphone pies, the Larry King pie. That we have one oh, of those. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we Are get the Larry trying- King pie without the microphone in it? Uh, then that that's just an apple pie, sweetheart. <laughs> that's just an apple. Okay. Pie. Yeah. Well, then I'll have the. I'll just have an apple pie, a slice okay. of apple pie. Great. You want a uh, whipped cream on that? Sure. And would you like to add a cream. microphone for four hundred dollars? No, I don't. I don't want it. <laughs> all right, all right. I just have to ask. Just have to ask. Yeah. All right. That's fine. All right. Yeah. Sure. I'll get right on that. You two have fun. Let me know if you need anything. My name is Dolores. I'll be right in the back. Oh, oh uh, Sarah, did you want a uh, pie or? Yeah, I, I want the orange pie. You, okay. Really? You sure? Orange pie. Okay. We also have the uh, Tony Romo pie in honor of Tony Romo. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's an orange pie with a microphone in it. Uh. <laughs> no. I don't. We don't want the microphone. You know, okay. We don't want the microphone. All right. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I bought this microphone off Amazon because I was going to start a podcast. And uh, wouldn't you know it, uh, I, it, it, ain't com- it ain't compatible with my gateway. And so I, I missed the we two-week re- return window. And so I'm kind of on the hook for this $400 microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that We, we, we were kind of gathering that and guessing yeah. it. We were right. Mm-hmm. Y'all be great yeah. on my podcast because it's a murder mystery <laughs> podcast and it's a it's that kind of thing. It's like it's it's kind of a who done it and it's you know making educated guesses about that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Y'all should you sh- y'all should love it. It's a, it's a murder mystery podcast. I think y'all be great guests on it. Is there an episode out that we can listen to, or is it just some an idea you had? Well, it's an idea I had. Um, basically, my husband was murdered uh, nine and a half months ago, and I have been trying like days to, to c- track down the killer. And so, Wait, I have for a co- re- in real life. What do you mean in real life? Like your is husband it, for real? Yes, my husband of twenty-seven years, uh, Marcus Smithers, was murdered in broad daylight. Uh, and we uh, don't know the killer, and I have a, I have some theories, and so I thought, why not start like a serial? Y'all watch serial, or hear serial? Mm-hmm. I've heard serial. So it's kind of like a mix of um, serial and the Joe Rogan experience, if you're familiar. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just confused. What would we do as guests on we don't, this very real? We all just seem good through. at cooking pieces together and kind of <laughs> matching things. So I got like, a, I have, he. one of the things he left me was a trunk of receipts. Uh, and so I've been going through these receipts trying to figure out, you know, is, this, is he leaving me, uh, you know, is he leaving me a message here? Is this, is this, is he leaving something, trying to speak to me in the afterlife? And so far it looks like he was, um, just a, a pack rat, kind of a hoarder that kept all of his receipts. But mm-hmm. we're looking at about 32,000 receipts in this trunk. And so I've been trying to piece it together and say, hey, you know, what did his, what did his last, you know, seven and a half months look like? So, do you really want us as guests on the podcast, or do you just need help with your husband's sorting death? through these receipts? Well, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, I will admit some of these receipts I, 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 I suspect might be tax deductible expenses. And if I start a podcast and I use them all in the podcast, then everything is tax deductible. Do you see the, the loophole there? Because these are all now for my podcast. It's a work expense. So. If I can find a way to comb through these receipts, because you know the thing is, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find any any clue I can, because they found his body at the bottom of it was right beneath. You all familiar with Manitou, the Manitou Bridge? 
Yeah. So it was at the bottom yeah. of the Manitow Bridge, um, and they found it with a note. Uh, and so I've been trying to feel like, you know, who the heck took this man and threw him off this bridge? So you're assuming that he was thrown from the bridge? He must have been. He must have been. Why else? Why is it? Why else? Yeah, two hundred feet below the bridge. I don't know. It could have been murdered somewhere else and placed below the bridge. I mean, for somebody to be thrown up a bridge and have a note attached to them and the note to stay on there is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I didn't find the note there. I found the note in uh, on the kitchen table. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah! Ow! Oh. Man, I think I twisted my ankle. Ah! Oh my god, I've got like 30 more minutes till it gets dark here again. Oh jeez, there's nobody around. What the hell am I gonna do? Oh, 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 it hurts. Oh. Hey Fred, hey Fred, okay. hey Fred. Where the? Hey Where's Fred, that voice coming you okay? From the woods. H- hello? Hey Fred. Uh, hey. Are you hurt? I, I, I can't quite see you. Are you in the woods there? Yeah, I'm in the woods. Okay. Well, I, I can't quite see you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hurt. I, I twisted my ankle. Oh, shoot. Yeah. It, and pretty, I know. Is it, it pre- pretty bad? Yeah, it hurts really bad. I, I can't put any pressure on it. I, I tried standing up briefly. I don't know if you saw that. How long you been watching? Oh, I've been watching you a long time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, you don't think you'll be able to get up for about 30 more minutes till sundown? I de- no. I, I mean, unless somebody helps me, can you can you come out here and help me? Can you come on down? I actually twisted my ankle as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. What is with this place? There's like rocks and logs everywhere. There's branches sticking up. A lot of hedgehogs and holes and snakes. Everything around here makes a hole. Okay. Yeah. But Uh, maybe when the sun comes down, I'd come help you. You just have to invite me over. Invite you over? Uh, Yeah. What do you mean? We're outdoors. Uh, Invite you where? Invite me into your space. Well, that's what I've been trying to do. Can you come and help me? Can you can you help me up? I, w- I want to. I just have to wait for the sun to go down, and then you invite me in, and then you don't have any... Do you have any anything on you that, you know, silver or garlic or any... <laughs> so, anything uh, on you? That, I mean, I got my keys. I left my phone at home so stupidly. Good. I mean, shoot. Uh, yeah. But, well, listen, do you, Take, what, what if, do you, you have, if you have any silver on your keys, just throw your keys away. Good. Linus, who's your friend? Linus, who's your friend? Uh, this is, I met this gentleman, uh, twisted his ankle. Did he do his fucking and, vampire thing for you? <laughs> uh, I think he was kind of working up yeah. to it. He, yeah. Yeah, he's got a real yeah. active imagination. Too bad he can't use yeah. it to find a fucking job. Okay, well... <laughs> he, yeah, I don't really know anything about that. But listen, I, I hurt my ankle here, so I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to get home. Yeah, you need a nice back or something. Yeah, go ahead and have a seat on the couch. 
Okay, thanks. I I was I was figured something was up. I'm like, no way, this fucking kid has a friend. Yeah, I. It's called LARPing, Dad. I was LARPing. Okay. Um, Where do you even find was... a leather jacket that long? Hmm? We live in a town of seventy people. Where the fuck do you even find a jacket that long? <laughs> hey I guys, made, hey. I made it. It's two different leather jackets that I sewed together. Jesus it, Christ! It's a pretty good looking jacket, and I mean, thank you. I, I don't mean to be rude, but I think Lionel, you hurt your ankle too, right? Oh, ah, uh, yes, yes, ouch. I did. Okay. Lionel, I did you fake another injury to make a friend? He preys on people's empathy. Okay. I just thought if you also thought I had a broken ankle that you would you would be my friend. Uh, uh okay, I mean I guess Ugh. I'm open to it, Jesus but I'm already kind of like in your house here. It's a lovely home, by the way. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Thanks for dragging he me off the beach. He doesn't pay rent, if you're wondering. He doesn't pay rent. I do chores. <laughs> you do I mean, chores. Yeah. That you make. He, he says he does chores. He cleans the toilet that he fucking destroys. <laughs> sir, sir. It's a four bathroom sir. house. He's able. He, we let we let him use one of them, and then he okay. wants a fucking medal of honor for cleaning it. That's L- the life. I, that's what. I, that's my life. Meanwhile, Can I wake I up at phone? six to go do work Sir? at a construction site. Yeah, go ahead. You need to use the phone. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Could I? All right. Thanks. It's the football phone in the kitchen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just hobble over there. Okay. Here we go. It's old. All right, uh, thanks, it'll just be a minute. Yeah, no problem. Lionel's in the bathroom, so you got a good 45 minutes until... <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny stuff, yeah. yeah. You guys eat? It's not funny. Eat a lot of... It's not funny, trust me. Hey, Betsy. Hi. Hey, um, listen, I, this is so awkward, but I was wondering if uh, you can drive over here and pick me up. I'm... Wait, what is this number you're calling me from? This is, this is, uh... This is a football phone. Uh, that, it, it's sorry. It's it's these guys. They picked me up. I I fell down as I was walking around sort of the beach in the woods area. Why didn't you just use your regular phone? I left it at home. Hey, sorry I was to on the walk. Here, I wanted... buddy, but I think my fucking weirdo son is listening in on your call from the toilet. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought I that got, was just static. I just saw the I saw the the phone line going to the bathroom. But we we had to take away his cell phone because he kept watching porn in public. So he's got he only has access to a landline. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just giving uh, you a listen, heads up. I, don't say anything you don't want to. This little fucking weirdo posting on his vampire message okay. boards. Well, let me say this. Hey, Lionel, do you mind if I just have some privacy for a minute while I talk to uh, my wife? Uh, I yeah, sh- sure. Hey, okay. Do you need anything? No, uh, maybe just some ice or something, and and I'll be right out. Okay, I'll be right out. Yes, I'll get you some ice. Hey, make sure you're gonna want to make sure he washes his hands before he gets you that ice, because that's a problem we've had in the past with Lionel. Okay, okay, thank you. Hey, Betsy. Okay. Get me the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> uh, like. I left my phone at home, and I guess I'm sorry. I wanted a moment without some distractions, and I went for a walk, and I fell down. Okay. Oh my God. So, uh, listen, I I don't even know where the fuck I am. They don't even have like road signs around here. Just like you're in Yodelsburg, Yodelsburg, Yodelsburg Township. Sorry, can you hear everything that I'm saying? Yeah, it's uh, open concept house, so I can pretty much hear you anywhere on the first floor. Oh God damn. 
I'm just going to start driving and honking, and you let me know when you hear the honking. That oh. means I'm near you. Okay, okay. I love you so much. If Make sure to tell her if I she's going to be you. honking. Sorry that I, I can hear through the phone because it's a very loud <laughs> headset. If she's going to be honking, make sure that um, she knows that from 9 to 11.45, we have our hippie siren. So for those two and a half hours and 45 minutes, we're not going to hear jack shit. Yeah. Babe, I sorry, I got to go. I got to take this off. This phone is insane, though. It's okay. a football where you open it up. All right. You press the buttons in the football, and then you put a football helmet on, and that's the headset part. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's like, like an Ellen Alexander Graham Bell football phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll come find you. Oh. Dad, I need the plunger. Hey, uh, Dolores, it's good to see you again. Um, yeah, good to see listen, you. Listen, uh, I don't know how to tell you. We just, we can't return any of these items. I know you're bringing these receipts back. You're, you're trying to make an exchange or a return, and uh, sorry, the policy is 90 days, and this is well over that period, so that's it. I'm sorry. I mean... I understand, but I thought maybe you could make an exception, given the fact that my husband was brutally murdered in broad daylight. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, Dolores, I think you gotta you gotta start being honest with yourself about what happened there. Okay. Now the town has been very. There was kind an assailant. There was an assailant that took his life. There's drove no him proof six of that. miles out to the bridge and tossed him over the edge. They left a Listen. note on my kitchen table in his handwriting that said, "I love you. I'm sorry for what I have to do." <laughs> Dolores Now look, this is a perfectly I, good rope He never used it uh, Dolores, listen uh, We all love you here That's why we continue to sort of foster these good feelings We continue to sort of encourage you I donated to your Patreon But listen <laughs> Thank uh, you so much you and we're, we're, we're coming around on a trailer now So we should have a trailer out soon for the podcast I'm sure we'll all look forward to it, but Dolores, we're worried about you. I see what's going on You're in denial about what happened to your husband. You think because my husband's gone that I'm back on the market. And Mm. you're looking for a little piece of my pie. (laughs) You're looking Uh, for a piece of Dolores' pie. (laughs) I'm really not, Dolores. I'm I'm really not. I just... You know, we're, I am we just flattered. care about you. I am flattered, but I'm going to be honest with you, Ricky. I am more woman than you could handle. <laughs> okay. I would break you in half like a wishbone, and I'd have the big end. <laughs> I tried to do a good thing here, but I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to write this address down. We know if, where you live, Dolores. Well, this There's ain't ten my people home address. This ain't my home address. This is an abandoned Kmart parking lot. You come here around 2.30 a.m. I will be sitting in my Kia Sorento butt naked. <laughs> oh, no, Dolores. You don't do that every 2.30 a.m., do you? <laughs> I have, Dolores. I, have, I, have, I printed out 48 of these cards. I've handed them oh. out to various suitors that I've come across since my husband passed. And I, every night I go out to the Kmart. There's one boy I keep, one boy named Lionel who only goes out at night, keeps coming around, keeping me company. But I got to be honest, he don't know the first thing about how a woman works. Dolores, I'm going to tell you this one time. 
if that boy is underage, you stay away <laughs> oh, from no, him. Oh, no, he's 33. Okay, yeah. okay. Well. Uh, With the emotional that, maturity of a 14-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it's still, that worries me just as much, maybe, <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, you listen, got nothing Dolores, to be I'll... jealous of. You ain't got nothing to be jealous of. Dolores, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Why don't you come around to my house with me and my family, all right, that I love and I'm very committed to. You have some meals with us. You spend some time with us. Okay. We're just worried about you being alone, stewing on this. Okay. What do you say? Maybe you can bring one of the pies from work. All right. Uh, that sounds good. I'm, I'll, I'll come over for uh, a night. Okay. I hope you don't mind. I've been recording this whole pod conversation from a podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, I just don't I want to. Guess... I just want you to know that your wife will hear you being a little perv talking to me. <laughs> I'm not worried about anything that I've said. <laughs> I don't are... try to backtrack now, Mr. Romeo. But oh, Dolores, you're wildly <laughs> inappropriate. But for some reason, we put up with it. Hey, Doc, thanks for uh, seeing us at 10 p.m. Uh, Lionel refuses to come out in the daylight. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah, um, absolutely. And why is that, Lionel? I am vampire. <laughs> okay, but well, we we know that that's yeah. not true. So we just really vampires. need a routine physical. I, you know, you can take, even honestly take a blood sample just to kind of prove to this fucking weirdo he's not a vampire. Um because right mm -hmm. now it's really jamming up his job prospects. Okay. Yeah, we can do this. Um, I mean, I just, I got to be honest. Doing house calls, not a thing I'm used to, uh, especially after after dark. And, and, and Lina, yeah. I think... No, you, I'm sorry. Again, I appreciate it. I'm sorry that... It's it's okay. I, I do. I just want to address Lionel um, this negative pattern you've kind of found yourself in. And, and, and I just don't want to keep seeing you uh, uh, spiral... You must take the world. test by midnight. If you're still here by midnight, I thirst. Yeah, so th those things aren't healthy. Yeah, They're no. not real. What he means by that is he just goes fucking hog wild on Gatorade, and I gotta, <laughs> and I gotta replenish it, or he shits his pants. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I got the mix. I gotta yeah. get the mix now because I was buying the thirty-two, like the thirty-two ounces, and he was just blowing through them. So now I gotta get the mix. Yeah, the Gatorade is good for some reason, but, but that that's a lot of sugar. So that's probably the reason yeah. why you keep shitting your pants, <laughs> destroying the bathroom, all yeah. these things that I, I hear your dad talk about. No, it's because I'm vampire. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's insisting that his body is rejecting human food, but I keep telling him, I'm saying it's because you're fucking filling yourself with electrolytes and just basically- well, give me blood. Let's find out, no. dad. I, Give me some real blood, not, and we'll see if I shit my pants or if I become powerful. No, because I, I cooked you a medium-rare steak, and you had a, a tummy ache for nine and a half hours. I'm not going to give you blood, kid. I need human flesh blood. Okay, how about we start by just trying to grind up some spinach or something and put it in the Gatorade? You won't he even taste it. He will not touch vegetables. He, he actually has created elements of the vampire myth that I'm not even familiar with. He said vampires can't eat vegetables. <laughs> They don't like them. They can't work. None. They said they can't. They said they can't work forty hours a week. Uh, uh, they need high-speed internet, Lionel. Ethernet connections. I have, I have to be able to be connected to the web to find my victims. <laughs> See, these are even. The, the, this is what I'm dealing with, Doc. This is what my life is right now. 
Yeah, Lionel, we all have our own sort of fantasy escape worlds. I, I've clocked in, you know, over 100 hours. His um, escape world is OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm paying $350 in OnlyFans subscriptions every month. Somebody has to support their pages. <laughs> he's he's making oh, new subscriptions quicker than I can switch credit cards. So Lionel. that's you're my ho- life. You're holding me back from a meeting I have tonight with a young lady at a Kmart parking lot. <laughs> Lionel, are you are you taking vitamin D supplements? Because um, you know that a lot, last time we did this blood work, it was shocking. It was shocking. Uh, anyway, are you doing anything to try and take care of your body? I'm trying to feast tonight. Uh, yeah. Are you telling us you're going to uh, try and eat, like, feast on a human being tonight? Is that the person you're trying to meet in the parking lot? Yes. <laughs> Can you roll down the window, please? Roll yeah, down the window, yeah, please. Yeah, what's, what's the problem, officer? Um, I'm just seeing what's going on. Got the windows a little steamy here. This Kmart's been closed mm. for five years. My eyes are up here. My eyes are up here. <laughs> I'm looking. Just listen. What, what are you guys doing what? here? Is that you, Dolores? It's me, yeah. I'm wearing, okay. a, <laughs> I'm wearing a werewolf mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I recognized your voice. Yeah. I got and, a little, uh, little role play tonight with my friend. Who's this pale guy? I am Vampire. Vampire? This is Lion this is Lionel Quibbly. Okay. He's Vampire. <laughs> what are you two doing out here? What's going on? We're LARPing. <laughs> oh. He's you know, pounding Gatorade, then he's going to eat my butt. <laughs> Jesus, what the... I was just about to I tell never you, I used to I never agree to it. <laughs> oh, come on, I did your whole vampire thing. You do mine. I'm wearing a um, goddamn werewolf mask, for God's sake. All right. Uh, listen, have you two been drinking or anything like that? He's gone through about, what, four bottles of Gatorade? <laughs> yes, I'm extremely, hey, high, I'm extremely hydrated. I meant like alcohol. I need drugs. Mm, nothing Vampires prescription. Don't do Vampires don't do drugs or alcohol. <laughs> I don't think that's part of me. <laughs> kind of admirable. Yeah. All right. Well, look, listen. I see what's going on here, officer. <laughs> do you? You when I you want to get in on this? No. No, that's not it. Uh, and I, I have a Frankenstein mask you can wear. <laughs> I'm going to be a monster squad. No. <laughs> Shut up. Come on, why don't you get in the car? We'll do a little monster mash. No. All right. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. All right. You have to invite me out. <laughs> I think he's confused about the rules of the vampire world. You have to invite me out of the car. <laughs> he has to invite you have into to... places. Like... <laughs> All right. Kid, get out of the car. I invite you out of the car. Thank you. Away! You bit, you bit my finger super hard! Get back here, you little bastard! He's jogging. I am Ben Pure! <laughs>
my gosh, so stupid. Oh my god, that was so funny. I really like Lionel. <laughs> Anytime I can pimp Tin into a into a creepy little vampire character, <laughs> it's good. Uh, we're gonna do some plugs here uh, at the end if we're good. Are we good, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan Meredith, thank you so much for doing the show. That was a blast. It was so good, Yay. fun, fun, funny to to improvise with you again uh, yeah, over the Zoom. Um, yeah. uh, do you have anything coming up that you want to plug, or any social media stuff that you want to plug? Um, I've been working on these silly sketch shows for the Adler Planetarium. Oh yeah, that, for their YouTube channel. Uh, that's been pretty fun. The the basic concept is that um, we're in lockdown in the Adler. We're stuck there, and we get a signal from space. And in each episode, we're trying to figure out where the signal is coming from. And it's called Wow Signal, and it's on YouTube. Oh wow, awesome. it's, it's called awesome. Wow Signal. Can you send me the link to that so I have it, and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, we also host a podcast uh, ourselves. It's called Reach, a space podcast for kids. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a space podcast for younger audiences and the oh, young okay. at heart. That's- it's on uh, Apple Podcasts? Yeah, obviously. it's pretty much anywhere you can you can get your podcasts. Yep. Awesome. Very cool. Great. Um, Meredith, Ryan, thank you so much for coming thanks on. Thanks so, so much for doing fun. the show, guys. Yay. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for being on the show. We love having you, and uh, we look forward to having you all on again here soon. Thank Yay. You so much. Thanks so much for listening to Improv Is Dead. If you enjoy the show, please consider joining our Patreon. A small $2 or $5 monthly donation allows us to keep producing the podcast and to pay our guests for their time and talents. We're totally self-financed by our Patreon, and your support goes a long way. Also, members of the $5 Improv Pervert level get a free bonus episode every week and extended versions of our weekly main feed episodes, plus access to our Discord channel. Yeah, and we have a lot of fun in the Discord, so make sure to check that out. And Patreon members get to request scenes that we perform in our weekly bonus episodes, so that's fun too. Absolutely. And you can join our Patreon and support the pod by going to www.patreon.com slash improv is dead. Hope you consider joining, and thanks again for listening.